Hi, I'm Kelsey Zeiser. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast from Light Reading, where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. Today, I'm talking with Light Reading's Jeff Baumgartner uh, to chat about 5G broadcast technology and a new trial of the technology that's going on in Boston. We also discuss which companies are involved in developing the technology, what kinds of use cases might develop from it, and what's next after the trial in Boston. Hey, Jeff, welcome back to What's the Story? Hey, Kelsey, how are you? Glad to be with you here. Yeah, good to see you. So you've got some updates for us on uh, 5G broadcast technology. What's going on there? Yeah, so yeah, there has been a lot of activity lately with this uh, idea of 5G broadcast, whereby you would send downstream only 5G signals over the UHF uh, frequencies that are used by the nation's uh, low-power TV stations. And it's being billed as a complement rather than a replacement to the 5G mobile network. And uh, to take some of the load off um, by delivering downloads through broadcast rather than unicast, like you'd see with the uh, the 5G mobile network. So, uh, so you can envision things like the delivery of live TV programming, or you know, download big files to like a car-based platform, or any type of service or application that requires some sort of downstream or or file uh, downloads. But um, I think the big news here recently is that the the FCC granted a temporary experimental license to a uh, low-power TV station serving the Boston area to test this out. And uh, that station, uh, WWOO, uh, intends to launch a proof-of-concept trial this fall uh, using... Uh, smartphones with the Qualcomm chip, along with uh, some TV-connected set-tops that can receive those uh, 5G broadcast signals using the UHF spectrum. So uh, initially, they're going to use it to send some some TV programming and uh, stream for first responders. Um, I'll have to dig in a little bit more to understand you know that that piece of it but they have a lot of different applications they they want to target but you know they're going to focus on a couple at least for the trial okay that's really interesting i also like that the station wwo it's like whoa whoa do you believe it? <laughs> so are they uh, partnering with any specific service providers on this or any other, um, you know, vendors yeah. to make it happen? I think you mentioned the, the Qualcomm chip. Or... Yeah, and I guess that, that's a big deal. I think the other the other thing kind of happening in the standards arena is uh, 3GPP has uh, supports 5G broadcast in the 5G uh, standards. And then um, when I was talking to some of the folks involved with this, and th- I guess this hasn't been published, but it has been approved. They, uh, I think it's called like band 108. That's been accepted into the, uh, 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 the to be supported in, in with the UHF frequencies. Um, but uh, as far as like 
partnerships, uh, I guess, bigger picture, there's a company attached to this project called XGen uh, Network, and there's some linkages between them and uh, WWOO, but they want to serve as a broker of sorts for the the 5,000 plus U.S. Uh, low-power TV stations uh, that are out there, um, and then also work with uh, wireless carriers and content owners that might want to uh, tap into this 5G broadcast network because I, I think the the bro- even though this is kind of starting as a small proof of concept, uh, they want to eventually turn it into like a na- provide national coverage and work with as many low power TV stations around the country uh, as they can. So we'll we'll have to see how that evolves uh, depending on how the the trial goes. Um, and can you talk a little bit more about what some of the you know benefits of of using this technology are, and and some of the challenges in making it happen? Yeah, so I, th- I think one of the benefits is it uses five G. It's based on five G standards, right? So that's a global standard, so uh, uh, pretty big deal with respect to that. Um, the other benefit uh, I think is is to provide. Uh, kind of a compliment for the 5G mobile network for certain applications that are really downstream intensive and you can use like a broadcast style uh, signal to deliver it. Um, and then the other thing I would mention is, um, uh, well, it'll be interesting to see how this idea takes off because there's also another initiative underway with uh, a standard called ATS ATSC 3.0. And that's like the next gen IP based broadcast signaling standard. So they've also been doing some work where they would use that as a downstream only broadband pipe. But if you talk to the backers of the 5G broadcast system, they argue that, hey, our approach is based on a global standard with 5G rather than something uh, that is more regionally focused uh, as you have with uh, ATSC3. dot o with that standard so perhaps there'll be room for both um yeah, i think there, there's still a lot of u.s broadcasters uh particularly the high power guys that are that are on board with 3.0 so so we'll definitely keep an eye on those developments um you know you may you may see both um work out but uh you know there, there's a lot of uh uh chips, you know, that have to support, you know, the, uh, the signaling, because I think one of the ideas is to be able to deliver these signals to a smartphone. And, uh, you know, if you can get chip players to support all these, uh, these different uh, spectrum bands for this, um, that'd be great. But I, I guess that might be kind of a challenge down the road uh, for some of these, but uh, uh, it's an interesting concept. Um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. You know, some of the, the backers are longtime U.S. broadcast guys, so they, they kind of know the regulatory landscape pretty well. So, um, you know, I think I give them a pretty good shot, you know, to, to get this thing off the ground. Yeah, and I think it's interesting, you know, you mentioned earlier that they were going to trial it with, uh, with first responder applications. It's always good to have a lot of um, options for them because that's really important <laughs> for them to be always connected. Right. Yeah. And I guess you can, maybe there's a way to support them with like a broadcast 
mm-hmm. signal, I guess, how do they go upstream? I guess maybe it's through the 5G mobile network. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'll have to dig in more in terms of how the first, you know, that first responder application and uh, yeah. some of the other use cases that they're, they're, they're envisioning for this. Yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, did they say anything about like, uh, you know, what we can look forward to next? Are they trialing additional cities or is it kind of TBD at the moment? <laughs> yeah, I would say it's definitely TBD for now. Um, when I ask them, yeah, kind of, hey, next steps, they're, they're very focused on uh, this this initial market mm-hmm. and, and again they're they're billing it as a a proof of concept uh, you know i think they want to test out the baseline uh, technology and make make sure that it works and i think if they can establish that then they will uh, you know maybe look at other markets i think i think in the meantime though they are having some discussions when i mentioned that xgen network uh company that wants to work with all the low power TV stations, uh, you know, they had mentioned that uh, they're having those conversations now to try to get some other uh, stations around the country involved and uh, interested in that. But I think, uh, you know, the results of the Boston area trial will have to serve as a springboard into anything like that. Yeah, very cool. All right. Well, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate the update and look forward to hearing more about this in the future. All right. That sounds good. Thanks, Kelsey. Thank you so much, Jeff, for taking the time to talk today. And thank you to our wonderful producer, Pierre Landrio, for making this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.